What up, Cosmetic family? Hey, welcome to the Cosmetic Podcast. Cosmetic means being a person or thing that gives rise to a phenomenon that is dynamic or energizing. Hey, we tackle topics and tell the truth. I'm Rodrigo Ross. Hey, hey, and I'm Keith Fenson. Today, we are talking about vanished. Poof. Disappeared. You see, I knew this was going to be a problem. I knew this was going to be a problem. That is not what I'm talking well, about, I was, Keith. I was thinking when you said vanish, like I was just I was going to say vanish and then just... No, no one would listen so if then it was So what are we talking solo. about then? We're talking about this idea of things just disappearing, whether it's populations, whether it's things from your memory, whether it's talent from your organization, whether it's money from your pocket, this whole idea of both. Because you got a lot of strong communities, but yet people are not coming back to their community. Or just leaving in greater numbers than... So it always fascinated me, right? Um, So when you grow up in an under-resourced community, right, the definition of success very rarely entails you staying in that community. And so by default, are you a part of the problem or the system that keeps that community down? Because somehow we're thinking, well, we made it. We know we made it when we don't live here anymore. But what if we, quote unquote, make it and stay here? Do we build the community? Like that that concept of community vanishing, right? Yeah, so because when you have a little bit more knowledge, you begin to understand. So as a child mm. and growing up in Dale's home in Portsmouth, Virginia, P-Town representing. Oh, gosh, here we uh, go. Um, what I knew of in the projects was fun. Yeah, yeah. And, and then we moved out. To, as a kid, though. As a, as a kid. Right. And then we moved out to the suburbs where it's supposed to be better. Because your parents didn't think the projects were fun. Right. Right. So hearing gunfire, you know, yeah. on the weekend. That was fun to you? Uh, what, That's what I knew. Oh, well, yeah. Um, and so then I moved out to the suburbs and... No gun, no gunfire. There's, there's, there's quiet. Yeah. Like me and my brother playing one-on-one touch football. Wow. Right. And so hmm. you begin to live that life in the suburbs and, and believing that, wow, this is what uh, a Robin is. Right. But yet I'm gone away from the community. And so. And and did you ever venture to go back to a community? Not If not that particular one, one like that. I, I didn't. But hmm. what I what I did choose to do, because what I felt my calling was, was to go back and work in that community right. to try, try to help better that community. Yes. And so try to um, pour in knowledge into other young people mm-hmm. to be able to help them to be able to, to see. And so whether people choose to go back or, or not, uh, the hope is that at least you try to go back and like help out and right. volunteer in that in that space to bring up some other young person. Yeah, but even in that, this is a dilemma. This idea of vanishing, like whole populations, particularly the populations who have more resources that could benefit a community, just kind of up and leave. They and vanish. This is like this gradual escape right yeah it's just like the slow leak just you know going on you know it, and then all of a sudden it's like the talent is gone yeah and, and you don't in the community maybe 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 and, it doesn't change and, and like i said the fascinating part for me because I, I absolutely understand that because growing up um in a very much um low socioeconomic environment that was 
the description of success. That's when when your teachers talk to you, when your parents talk to you, when the even the community elders or the adults who still live there, they always kind of planted this seed that you'll know you have arrived when you don't have to live around here. And I don't think they meant it to say like right here is such a terrible, terrible place because I remember having some of the best memories ever growing up in those communities, sure right? Sure enough. But I think they were trying to seed in you this ambition to do more and do better. But inadvertently, right, this collateral damage, inadvertently, we still leave these depressed communities because the folks who, quote unquote, made it don't really ever go back and live there. Yeah. Not in the same proportions that they're leaving. Right. right. And, and I say, I mean, because the projects is what I grew up So in the federal system. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. I mean, I Literally, I can't go back to that. Well, now there's all right. There's yeah. a systemic barrier that you can't right. go back if you wanted to. Right. Not in that particular. Now, complex. Prentice Park, which was just a few blocks up the road, mm-hmm. I could have gone back into that community mm-hmm. right there, mm-hmm. uh, which is just again a couple of blocks away. But somehow, some way, I think we got to get back to a place that we are caring about these communities in such a way that we can continue to bring bring up people. So yeah. take the talent, the rich talent that is there. And, and I'm and saying my lens is at the, in the projects. Mm. So like, how do we get people from young people out of the projects, put them in situations, giving them the resources that they need so that they can have the skills and talents to be able to continue to pour back into to that community mm-hmm. right there. Because my hope is that I know for me my, my my deal is let me you know let me reach young people where they are. My in particular with, with black boys. Yeah. Like how do we get them to a place, give them all the skills and talents that they, they need and try to uh, shine up the things that the skill sets that they have so that they can flourish. Yeah. And to flourish in such a way that our communities are getting better each and every day. Mm-hmm. We, we gotta be able to figure the figure that out. Yeah. It's it's a conundrum. It's it's but I'm always fascinated about that. Like how is it right? Is it wrong? I don't it's probably not that cut and dry. But here we are. But you know, communities aren't the only spaces or places or things that experience this whole idea of vanishing. Right. Like, I would venture to say that many, if you talk to many a HR person or a leader in organizations across the country, um, especially YMCA's, mm-hmm. they would say they are experiencing this same, this very same conundrum, this idea of vanishing right now in terms of staff just disappearing right talent is talent is just leaving right i mean when you when you talk about you know for instance for the ymca uh it's used to be young people's first job right like now they have options they had they like i don't want to work there i'd rather work the lifeguard that you know yes we used to pay to pay minimum wage Hmm. you know 725 Hmm. they like well well i got options um lots of them that pay better i appreciate the last two years that i worked for you but Uh you know this organization over here is offering me 15 dollars. and then you have people who um have just really come into their own and are having this awakening about what they want to do how they want to do it so many people are venturing off trying to um establish businesses of their own um some people are moving 
places, right? Like they're staying in the same industry. They just may be moving from places. I know here in Texas, we're absolutely experiencing that this influx from both coasts. So we've seen lots of people moving down here from California and then lots of people from the East Coast. And so I can imagine that the businesses, right, that are still in person on those coasts are experiencing that leakage because physically people have just moved, even if they stay in the same industry or what have you. But they're, they're, there, this idea of you could just come and your workforce is just greatly diminished and you don't really know how to stop it. And I'm not sure if anybody has really put their finger on what exactly is causing it. Like there are lots of things that people are saying. Well, here's the deal though. I mean, uh, kudos to Texas and the College Promise, right? Mm. And so with College Promise in Texas, it is offering young people free tuition, be able to stay in state. um, So that the hope is that, hey, if we invest in you in this way, that You'll you stay, stay here, here in the yeah, states. Like, yeah. don't, don't take your talents elsewhere. Because folks are moving around. Yeah, this whole so, remote work thing has changed the game. Yeah, because what research shows that uh, free tuition really helps with that cause right there for young people to to stay here in the in the state that they in in order to uh, to get that college education. Man, because when you think about, I'm telling you that you haven't had to, you haven't you you've been blessed as a parent to have yes. talented uh, young people Woo. that are, that are Thank athletes. Goodness. Yes. But I'm gonna tell you, I I've had to write some yeah. checks over the last <laughs> few years. I sure wish I could have caught this one a little earlier. Uh, about about the college promise. They didn't have that with my kids, but writing that check out and Ooh, you know I'm not mm, jealous. Mm, I'm mm, not mm, jealous. Mm. I, I appreciate it. I thank thank you kids. But I our workforce it. gotta do some things in order to encourage yeah. people to be able to stay. You know, yeah. retention Workforce retention is a real, real thing. It is a and very like, real thing. You're gonna have to cycle. Organizations are gonna have to sacrifice. Yeah. I mean, when they when they said uh, we we got uh, what referral fees going on right Man, now. I mean, to get good ones. At five hundred dollars to refer somebody. I, I said that's about to become my side hustle. Let me flip that rolling that I'm referring everybody. You, you gotta you gotta try to keep yes, talent and, to re- keep and recruit. Talent. I mean, because, because of when, the leakage. Yeah, when you offer me an uh, opportunity. $500 yep. for each person. Like, I become your recruiting tool yes, at that indeed. point right there. Yes, indeed. You know, I try yeah. to use that 10000 plus network yeah. on LinkedIn to, to recruit some folks. And, like, and oh. the, the thing is, what pushed us to, to this extreme, to offering those kinds of incentives, because that kind of incentive was unheard of exactly. two or three years ago. This whole idea of people are vanishing from the workplace. Well, we took it from $50, $50 to, $500. to $500. We are adding zero. Yes. And that five hundred will change the decimal uh, place on your the, the, And we added a layer of not only does the person referring uh-huh. get the five hundred dollars, the person who came and stayed gets five hundred dollars. Exactly, young person. That's, that's a lot of five hundred dollars. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> would you look at this? I mean, the young person who comes to work as a lifeguard. Yeah. You know, call them eighteen. They're about to go off to college. Mm-hmm. All right. So one, they can get five hundred dollars. Right. And then, like, I'm sure they got a buddy or two. Yep, and those buddy, those buddies get five hundred dollars to go along with. That's you know that's man, and then they get another five hundred dollars for you referring got, your you buddy. Fifteen hundred dollars, like on top, and this of is that. before you even work, right? Like man. this is this is before you're just regular paycheck for the hours that you work because of this idea of talent is vanishing. Right. Like people are really trying to to grasp at straws, so to speak, to ensure that they have enough 
folks, College Promise is one way to do that from a statewide level. Right. But locally, businesses are employing some really creative tactics. I mean, things like they're changing incentives and perks and the way you work and bringing in ice cream every Friday and, right. and allowing you to wear this or bring your kids. I mean, just really rethinking the, the way people work to incentivize and try to stop this vanishing act that's and, going and it on. shifts over to the workplace culture. Like, yeah. you're making people happy. Um, I was just talking to someone who's leaving, actually leaving the Y and going to work for another nonprofit mm. that, you know, when they said with PTO, uh, they they get unlimited PTO. Wow. Uh, and Which say, is a concept because truth be told, you're not going to take unlimited PTO, but it's good to know you got it. Right, right? Like, right, most people right. are not going to take it, but it's a great benefit. But, like, child care is a real thing. Now, that's a very so, much a real thing. this job for this lady I was speaking with, her job uh, forced her to be able to travel. Mm. And the company will pay for child care because they don't want the parent to feel some type of way that they don't have the proper child care or they can't afford to pay the proper child care in order for them to travel. Wow. See, trying to stop. I mean, but it is some ways to just be really creative about how do you retain, retain the talent that you have. The vanishing act. You know, another thing that's vanishing, I think, um, is people's memory of the struggles of the pandemic at its peak. You know, as human beings, we have, and sometimes for a very good reason, we have short memories. I think sometimes the memory is short because whatever we went through was so traumatizing and triggering that it, maybe it's your brain's way of protecting you and itself. Like, I'm not just going to remember this for a long time. I'm not going to dwell it. So some things we just kind of, they just dim. But um, I'm finding now, I was reading an article that said foundations and um, other funding sources are absolutely absolutely slacking back on the amount of funding and support they're giving for activities that were born in COVID that organizations are still doing, even though data shows us that the things that were born in COVID and the needs that were really amplified in COVID are mm-hmm. still very much <laughs> needs today, right? But the the memory of the, the, the funders is kind of fading in. I'm like, oh, I, was it that bad? I don't really remember. Like this vanishing act of sorts is happening in the funding space. And now that flow, those resources aren't there. And then what happens? The the folks who are impacted the most by these things are once again kind of relegated to the fringes of society. They don't necessarily get the support they need. Organizations go back to perhaps business as usual. Um, And should we allow that to happen? Like, what, what do you do if you are experiencing or if you are an organization and how do you speak up and advocate like, hey, 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 this don't forget. I, it wasn't that long ago. I know we're not wearing masks on planes anymore, <laughs> but um, uh, we still got some serious challenges in this country. You know, we, we were talking about, you know, uh, this extra money and why that sounds good. Like. <laughs> That, that's not the long-term fix. Mm, and so mm-hmm. it's still a part of workplace culture that has to shift in such mm. a way that keeps people there. Yeah. So my yeah. $500, while I'm happy about that, you know, for that one time, but, you know, I, yeah, $500 a week, I ain't going to spend that right right now. That you know anything. I can buy me a good pair of shoes with that one. Just one pair. I mean, one shoe. 
Well, based on the cost that you I don't, pay, so I think you're trying to do math right now. I don't okay, know if I, I appreciate I, that. I, 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 I don't really go know. There. But workplace organizations, <laughs> companies, like you got to be able to do something different in your workspace so that people don't they don't want to leave. Yeah, That's, speaking of different. So this conversation has been ruminating across at least the YMCA movement, right? So many YMCAs experienced a different version of themselves organizationally during the pandemic, right? And the talk was how much of that do we keep and how much of our pre-pandemic persona do we try and get back? So in terms of vanishing acts, Whatever happened to the the conversation and people really leaning in and the organization really feeling good about the work we were doing in the pandemic and getting more grassroots and proximate to communities and hands-on and community-driven, like, I don't hear as much as the conversation. Like, that, that desire, that bend seems to be vanishing as well. Like, YMCA's just want to go back to... So, the, the credibility that we got during the pandemic from shifting and really getting close to communities, the support that we got, the ability to kind of reinvent ourselves as a brand and an organization, like that didn't happen. That just, I don't know, I'm a bit confused. I, I don't I don't understand. That, that to me is another vanishing act. The conversation is vanishing. Or maybe the desire. I don't know. I'm yeah. confused. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Well, it don't take much, but... Well, that part. <laughs> it don't take much, right? And not to say that advocating that that should be the only thing that the YMCA does, but it should it should play a significant part in the portfolios, um, particularly if it didn't before, right, in an organization's portfolio. If they were doing very little of that kind of work and they found themselves in the shift... Um, we don't just throw out the baby and the bath water like you gotta keep <laughs> you gotta keep, keep the something. baby, you gotta something. keep something, keep the baby. <laughs> oh, <laughs> but man. the whole that whole idea of that that mindset is it vanishing? Yeah, yeah. Like I don't know. Yeah, we we gotta we gotta be able to I mean this pandemic has just thrown everybody for mm-hmm. a loop. You got, you know, everybody who needs um extra staff. Um, you know, and in some ways is that, you know, are there ways that you can support other people, you know, mm. uh, from a program service standpoint, organization reached out to me. It was like, hey, um, do y'all train lifeguards? I was like, yeah, we do. And it's, you know, good organization. You know, we worked together before. It's like, hey, can you train our lifeguards? I'm like, well, uh, that's I'm going to tell do. you. If we like them, we going to try and oh, steal no, no. them. Well, I said, we, we're <laughs> no, not in a position you. to be able to train them because we need lifeguards. Right. I, like, I, I would steal them afford. if I but train here, them. But here's the sweet part. It was it was a church that came to us. They have a, they have a pool, uh, but they, they were able to hire some guards. And so they, they were able to hire guards to be able to open up for a certain amount of time. But they did not have enough guards to be able to service their day camp, which they have oh. a fairly large day camp. And so the sweet spot where we met at was, you know, hey, bring your kids over here. We can teach them how to swim mm. and, you know, we can uh, have open swim time for them. And so, you know, where they have the talent, both of us need talent. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, they were short here. But, you know, hey, because what we have to offer uh, you know, we can still be able to service their service their program. I so. love that. So that's not vanishing, right? This idea of collaboration, collaboration is, is, is not a vanishing thing. I can appreciate that, which right. is very good. I was nervous for a minute because 
so many people locked arms, right? And just to get to this common goal and this this common solution. But I don't know, the, is the grasp still as tight now that people are kind of going back to the, the things that they were doing before? Although, you know, by, by some indicators, the next opportunity, let's call it that opportunity, right? To rethink and reimagine and and recalibrate is going to be um, a recession, right? That That's anticipated. And goodness, if gas prices are any indication, it's going to be next Thursday at three o'clock. Like, oh my God. I tell you what can't vanish. <sighs> These gas prices, gas prices, they can vanish. For sure. Quit poof, be gone. Yeah, with that one, that oh, one. Oh my good gracious. Waiting. Well, we Still, they uh, Labor Day. Man, Ooh. but is that an indication, right? That uh, okay, well, while we may have gotten over the hurdle of one thing, just get, keep yourself together because here comes another one. And those same skills and those same collaborative techniques and how we were leaning in to really get proximate and be innovative in getting staff and keeping staff and letting staff kind of um, listening to them about the, the best and the most efficient ways for them to do their work. D- d- those ideas better not vanish because I think we're going right. to have to pull them out right. again. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, this whole part on vanishing, I mean, we talk about it from a community perspective, mm. we talk about it from a business perspective, organization perspective. Um, you know, we got to be able to find some different solutions, be creative about these solutions because yeah. when, I, when I think about the community part of things is that we need for our communities to continually get better. Yes, and absolutely. So we got to be able to, yes, raise up talent from out, out of the communities you know in the projects you know of course you, you you're not you can't go back there if you're doing better right um, just because of the laws uh but there are under other underserved low-income communities that mm-hmm. yeah, absolutely we can pour back into yeah one we can you know invest in homes when i think about um uh, area in uh you know we're here in, we're here in dallas in the oak cliff area in the communities where uh it was a neighborhood that was getting older and we're seeing more younger people coming back to mm. these communities uh reinvesting directly back in those communities buying mm. up the houses living in those houses raising families mm. so that those families can go to those uh schools in that community yeah. improve those schools and so once we improve those schools we can now improve our community. It's a cycle. Yeah, once we improve that community, yeah. now we can improve our city. Once we improve that city, now we can improve our state. Yeah. And now we can improve our country. Come on, Pastor. We gotta be Come able on, to Pastor. Back into young people so that we can change this country. You know what I do need to vanish, though? This pandemic weight. It's not vanishing. It, it won't go. And I need some of these Oreo flavors to vanish because that's, that's part of the pandemic weight problem that all of these different Oreos have all of these different things. But if anything's going to vanish, it should be those two things. Okay. (laughs) This is the awkward silence. That's what I want to vanish. You're supposed to crack a joke or or say nothing. I'm saying, you're supposed to say, yeah, I got pandemic weight too that needs to vanish. And as always, be dynamic, be phenomenal, be cosmetic.